right, so guys, this episode of American Yammer, Hall Pass, and myself, we went into uh, a pretty intense, and I I enjoyed it. I'm Mm. super happy that, um, yeah, super happy that Hall Pass, (laughs) you were able to talk about what happened with your daughter and going through the hospital. So listen to the episode, guys. Any parent, any individual out there, if you have somebody that, you know, you went through a a moment of difficulty, despair, hospitalization, or anything like that, I think you're going to gain a lot of insight as well as uh, vulnerability. It's not often mm. people open up and share the background scene of what took place. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the experience of that was, um, was uh, uh, impactful in my life. And oftentimes we... Um, only can see or recognize like the surface level um parts of it um but i I think it's much deeper than that um and i and i hope that you guys can hear that uh through the episode um we also would go into talking about uh, a couple different challenges 75 hard being one of them yep um a couple good uh book plugs in there uh and i think that's really about it man that's the gist of the uh episode a lot of yammering a lot of yammering (laughs) and if you guys once you get to the end and you listen to these challenges especially the 175 hard that hall pass is doing make sure you tag us on twitter american yammer so that you can join the challenge and keep hall pass accountable yeah thank you guys yeah so without further ado sit back relax and enjoy this episode enjoy it good morning good morning hey man oh wait i mean y'all may be listening in the afternoon or at night or at three in the morning so wherever (laughs) you're at what's up poppy literally literally woke up 15 minutes ago man it's what time is it now 5 37 okay so 37 <laughs> minutes ago um they are uh the the packs uh are doing a queue off or a ao competition between lunatic fringe and um uptown funk this morning that's exciting um i feel bad for the fringe guys that uh uptown funk has a massive parking deck that they get to work out in um rather than out in the elements oh man of tropical storm whatever her name is they're living that good life yeah so um i would not be surprised if team fringe has more packs this morning i'll just put that out there on the record i believe it i'll I'll tell you something in in openness right now this is a confession yeah please uh wednesday i was heading out to go work out i was ready yeah we talked about it tuesday night yep (laughs) I left the house. It's a little sprinkle. You turned around. I said, I said I could handle a little sprinkle, but then I hit through Military Park. <laughs> I was about to get on Battleground. It was more rain. I said, nope. You turned around. So I turned around. Hey. I, I said, you know what? I got a full gym at home. Thank you. So for I your... went home and hit it hard. Poppy, I really would have loved to have seen you out there um, Wednesday morning. Just so you know. I gotta think about Put my. He- I gotta think about my health. <laughs> I said, there's, there's, hey, it's risk. Most most guys wouldn't admit that they've they've done that themselves. You know, I mean, yeah. I know what happens. I'll admit it, man. Humility is the pathway to all types of freedom. <laughs> You're still waking up. Drink that coffee, Bubba. Thank you. Drink that coffee. Um, what has happened? So since, um, well, we dropped a whole slew of episodes. Um, all, I think, 12 that we had in the bank. Um, hopefully, you guys are enjoying those. Uh, I know we did record them. Yeah, but those those were, those were fun. We dropped twelve, right? And if you're listening, it's, it's so helpful for us if you can spend some time in there and give us all types of feedback. Yeah, good, 
whatever it may be not good that really helps us tailor the future episodes yeah we want to do what they want to hear um selfishly and i think i've admitted it here uh before is that i don't care if anybody listens to it man i enjoy this part yeah <laughs> you know like the most like to sit down uh, get a chance to uh just have that conversation um again like throughout the week it's obviously different for you and and what you do but you just don't have any of that well maybe it is different because it's like a client thing like like conversations you know with people like just face to face no interruptions uninter- uninterrupted hour of whatever and i don't i don't get that anywhere else during my week my wife and i have to go hide we have it <laughs> yeah. like, Shh. we have to close like close the door like you want to go outside We'll go outside and we'll we'll catch 20 minutes of uh, uninterrupted conversation, which is nice. There you go. And I think we both enjoy that. Um, So, you know, we talked about a topic for this episode. And I was like, man, you know, um, I got a slew of different things. But there was one that had been um, that I wanted to talk about was my daughter this past weekend got sick. Mm -hmm. Um, This is like a twofold thing. I don't post things very much on social media uh, in in regards to like the ups and downs of my life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, Good. and uh, what bothered me was that, um, you know, she's she's sick or she got sick and I'll go into that more in a minute. Um, and because it's not out there on, on, you know, Facebook or Twitter or whatever, it's like um, family and and like close friends. They have to not be uh, resentful in that they don't know what's going on you know um because of the form of communication that's went from the way it used to be to the way it is now um it's just a bummer it kind of more so towards like family but i mean i could have sat there and called and texted everybody i guess from the hospital <laughs> like hey is, she's in you know she's not doing well she's in the hospital mm-hmm. but i didn't but anyway that's on another note social media is bad everybody should get off of it <laughs> I want to see yeah. the downfall of it. Um, you heard it first. Yeah, that'd be nice. But, I mean, there's so much good that comes from it, here. It's just that people need to maybe go back to the way that they used to do things with communicating with their close friends and family. That's just what I'm getting at. And then you can go have all your fun you want on uh, Facebook. Uh, so, Summer, my youngest, she's two and a half. She'll be three um, in December. Um, Thursday night last week, got... Uh, she had been running a fever all day Thursday, and she, um, by Thursday night, she had labored breathing. So it was it was a whole lot of breaths per minute. It was like 200 breaths or something per minute. It was a bunch. And um, she was having a fight to breathe in and looked like trying to fight to breathe out, too. And um, fever was really hot, and uh, nothing we gave her during the day uh, really got rid of the fever. So uh, we called the pediatrician. She listened to uh, her breaths over the phone, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, see, so they just counted all the breaths. It's like, yeah, you need to take her to the emergency room. Um, she needs to be looked at. So we go. And let me tell you, this is the scariest part. We go. Um, Nora, my wife, takes Summer into the emergency room, checks her in. I, I go and I go park. And I come back into the emergency room. And there's split up between adults and kids. So I go into the kids' side, and the lobby is full. There's just parents and kids everywhere. 
Like Nora took the only two available seats in the whole place. And then um, the there was a box of masks by the door. It was empty, so I had to go stand in line to ask the lady at the reception desk for a mask. And while I'm standing there, <clears throat> two other parents come in holding their, their babies, uh, talking about the same symptoms, labor breathing, uh, wheezing, fever, the whole thing. I was like, oh, man, this is just odd. It looked like a pandemic-type, like, D1, day one or whatever Mm -hmm. of something major happening. And then uh, just as I'm standing there, a nurse comes out and calls for summer and uh, for us to come back. I was like, oh, "Oh, this is weird. Yeah, I was like, how about that? Just as soon as I was standing there. And uh, so we get back and we go back into what they call, I guess, triage. And they're checking her vitals and stuff. And I'm already, I'm freaked out. So I'm watching the nurses like a hawk. I'm like, they don't seem too stressed. I mean, they're fast. Mm. But expected because of all the kids that were out there. Uh, and then we get a room. We get a room in the uh, ER there. And luckily we get a room with the door. There was a l- half the rooms in there only had a curtain. You know, so we got a room with the door. Um, a doctor comes in, and the doctor seems a little overwhelmed. He was like, uh, and he admitted to us, and, and it was probably because I asked. I mean, otherwise I don't think he would have shared it with me. But he said in all of his 12 years that he had been practicing here he had never seen uh the er uh quite like it has been i was like oh no this is terrible Mm. he's like so they ran a bunch of tests covid flu um all of the other ones and uh, she came back negative and uh later they re-ran the test um because they all came back negative so they put oxygen on her um they had to put an iv in her hand um all this stuff was extremely traumatizing to her she was not happy about it uh, they had to like tape the oxygen thing on her face and so Nora and I are there and, and uh, we've got my mother-in-law come over to sit here with the boys while they were all in bed and uh, so we just sit there and then eventually um, Nora decided to stay with her uh, and then and then I came back home but the doctors they were trying to call to find a, a bed because she was going to need to be admitted mm-hmm. for anywhere from 24 to 48 hours and uh, by the time that I came back Friday morning there haven't been any beds available anywhere in the state um, they were all being taken and uh, finally at about three o'clock on Friday a bed opens up upstairs at Moses Cone, and we get admitted up there and she's doing a little bit better um, by end of day Friday, she was able to take the oxygen off. Uh, her oxygen levels had, had come back up. Um, labored breathing was still there. Uh, heart rate was still um, high. And she still, she took the oxygen off, like I said, and then they kept the IV in and getting her fluids because she wouldn't eat or drink. And then they uh, re-ran the test, and then the results came back, and she came back positive for RSV. Um, and then later, looking online, I was like, there's this, this this huge RSV um, thing happening, um, and then the doctor told us he thinks it's in part because of all the precautions that we had took during COVID, mm-hmm. and it you know the immune system hadn't hadn't had a feel RSV, so all these kids who haven't had to experience it are, are all of a sudden experiencing it now, so that's ultimately what it was. But what I wanted to talk about here um, with you this morning was. That's all what happened. But then the the most powerful part about the whole thing, I think, was the way that Nora, uh, my wife, and I uh, responded to the whole thing. And I couldn't help but to think, I was like, you know, if like I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time thinking about this, but when I did, I was confident in that we had the tools to 
move down that road if we had to. And it was, it was like her and I were working so well together, uh, dealing with the stress of this, that I was like, okay, this is kind of like how it starts with any like really sick uh, kid. And there's probably some listeners out there that have had um, horrible experiences, maybe even so much so as where they've lost a child during this. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, you know, I'm prepared to have to go down that road if we need to. And I felt like that we were together. Uh, prepared to have to go down that road if we needed to. Like I said, I didn't spend a lot of time thinking that, but I just knew that what her and I were doing was clicking. Mm. <laughs> you know, and so um, it, I was just, I was proud of, um, at that time, I was proud of our relationship and I was proud of, of all that we had overcome. Like it was just these waves of gratitude that kept yeah. coming through. Um, and we managed, you know, the kids here at home with us being there at the hospital. Um, family coming in without us asking, you know, was nice. Um, you know, food being brought to the house from family. You know, it was just everything. It was perfect. It was a good run uh, to see kind of um, to be able to experience that. Um, I'm grateful. As, as scary as it was, um, it was really a beautiful thing to kind of uh, go through. Uh, and that's that's about the gist of it, man. It, I don't know what we could you know, what, what do you want to pull out of that? But it was more so that, uh, my wife and I just did the hard thing and there was no other choice, but to be there going through it, you mm-hmm. know, accepting this, the scenario that we were in, um, trusting the physicians that were there to help, um, relying on, on family to come in and, and, um, and help without us having to ask. I mean, it was just, it was perfect. Yeah. And summer's okay now. She's home. Good, good, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's okay. She's home. We got home late Saturday. Uh, so she spent almost 48 hours there. Um, she's still getting rid of the congestion and stuff. Mm-hmm. But fever's gone and um, breathing's good. And, That's good. You know, she's she's back to her sassy little bossy self. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that was what we did. That was the weekend. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate you putting that out there. And yeah. I think, like you said, there's probably a lot of parents and people in general you know who've been through experiences like that that um probably enjoyed you know hearing that maybe yeah that vulnerability from you well it's scary to think about you know it's as a parent we always think you know god you know what if that happens and what if that happens how we're gonna handle you know Mm -hmm. the 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 hectic environment of an emergency room you Mm -hmm. know how we're gonna you know we could have flipped off we could have went off the 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 handle i guess at doctors maybe that we didn't think were doing enough yeah you know or hurting my baby you know yeah uh, all this crazy i can't imagine all that they have to put up with Mm. uh, with the dynamics of people yeah you know and then you know i was just like because they take everybody yeah you know it's not they, they they don't turn anybody around so you probably have people coming in there like intoxicated with their, in a, you know, in our scenario with the kid, like you mm-hmm. come in, maybe you've got a day of drinking and then all of a sudden you got to take your kid to the hospital and it just turns into this, mm. this whole Everything, big thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, it was, it was a lot of energy in that place. I believe it. A lot of different energy. A lot of, a lot of people scared. Um, yeah, it was just, I don't know, we nailed it. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> we nailed it. And I wrote that in my journal. I was like, good job, us. Yeah, good work, man, good work. <laughs> you know, um, but again, too, I mean, in the time that I'm sitting there, I, I can't help but be grateful for, you know, all the, the support 
um, in my life now. Um, and a big part of that is with the, uh, the, the fellowship and the friendships I've gotten out of F3. Um, it's just a, the, the world's a little bit less scary than it was um, without the guys, you know, being like I know they're back there. Mm-hmm. If the worst case scenario had happened, F3 packs would have flooded, you know, I- any of my needs. Yeah. <laughs> they just would have took them over, um, which would which was awesome. And then dealing with, um, you know, working with Double Check over at State Farm, no questions asked, take as much time as you need. Mm-hmm. You know, just it was it was nice to be um, to also have that environment. Yeah. You know, because um, I've been in uh, employment situations before in the past where that wasn't the case. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had like the birth of a kid and a supervisor be like, nope, got to come in here and at least get your get your shit in order. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then you can go back to the hospital. Just wow. go, like I had back then, I had like appointments, a lot of yeah. appointments. And he's like, come in, get your appointments cleared up, and then, then you can get out of here. I was like, dude, what are mm. you talking about? <laughs> Makes no sense, yep. Uh-uh, it's crazy. And uh, the, the, the lack of empathy that, that some people have, you know, yeah. especially when it comes to like a, a, a position of power, mm-hmm. you know, or of whatever. But uh, yeah, so that was that, man. I learned a lot from it. Hopefully we won't have to do that again, but chances are I got four. <laughs> <laughs> chances are we'll be back for something. I well, took one time. I took Tarek, uh, my my oldest, who is uh, F three um, drive through, went to the hospital for a broken leg, mm-hmm. or he thought it was, and he wasn't moving it. He wouldn't walk on it. He was like two and a half, maybe three. Yeah. And we go into the emergency room, and uh, the the nurse asks him to stand up on the uh, on the scale. And so he gets up on the scale, and he and he picks his leg up, and the nurse looks at me, and she says, which leg does he say is broken? I was like, his right one. And she's like, well, he's standing on it. And he was holding his left leg up. Yeah. And so for the rest <laughs> of the time that we were there, we were just appeasing him. Like, give him an ice pack. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he, got a, he got a bed. They did an x-ray. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> well, she wasn't sure. She's like, well, he's standing on it, you know? Yeah. Well, let's still go through the Yeah, yeah, the that's thing. good. Let's get him in and out. And do all, all these things, but yeah, he was totally just full of it. So there was nothing wrong. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nothing at all. <laughs> just wanted to go to the hospital again. Yeah, it's so, like they trip. But that's the only time. I mean, we went to the hospital when he was he was like one. And he rolled off the bed, smashed yeah. his face across oh. the floor, so it busted his nose and it was all swollen. And man, we were running red lights, yeah. <laughs> like trying to get to the hospital. Help. Um, yeah, that was the first one. It's gotten much calmer since then. I can watch them now, like, fall out of trees. Yeah, you're like, whatever. I'm like, dude, get up. Walk around a little bit. There you go. Live and learn. <laughs> so, what do you got going on, Pop? Let's see. Listening to, you know, your experience, that was, that was really nice to share that moment with you. I'm glad that you and your wife were able to come together on it and... Yeah. See that you're a good, strong team. I'm glad Summer's doing well and pushing through it. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I'm glad resources were available. Right, yeah. yeah. I think sometimes we have challenging experiences and maybe a hospital's very far or maybe there's not one. Can you imagine? Um, so it's it's good to always see the positive and all difficult experiences. Um or the meaning, it's a better word. Yeah, I couldn't help but think, I was like, you know, 100 years ago, this would have probably killed her, you know, a virus like this without any 
you know, no oxygen, no fluids for IV, no nothing. I can't imagine how difficult that would have been to keep her, hmm. keep her going. Yeah. You know, uh, so I'm grateful for mm, that part. <laughs> I'm still a proponent for preventative uh, medicine and treatments uh, rather than <clears throat> response mm-hmm. in the in the way that we do things here uh, in America. Um, but maybe we're going down that road eventually. I don't know. They got a, There's no profit in it, so I doubt it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go down that road. But, I mean, that's just my feelings on it. And I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, but uh, preventative, I don't know. You can't prevent things like that. What are you going to do when a kid catches RSV and it's just a normal, you know, every year there's a wave of it. Yeah. You know, um, so what are you going to do? Um, she couldn't have, like, washed her hands anymore. No. Or, you know, not been around kids or something. You know, she got it from somebody. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it just is what it is. We get through with uh, with what we got. Um, What do we got coming up, Pop? Anything? We got the what Turkey got? Bowl, right? Yeah. Which I'm going to try to go to. And then you and I got a race coming up downtown with the family. Yeah, the Greensboro Half Marathon or something. Yeah, so that's exciting. Um, what else? Thanksgiving and oh, Christmas are coming up. Do you guys go out of town at all? No, but we're going to try to moving forward. I think we're going to try to make that a tradition where we, um, uh, not sure where, but we do like destinations. Oh um, yeah. Just to create maybe different types of memories. Yeah. You know, in, in different places, whether it's a different country or cruise or yeah. state, whatever. Yeah, that'd be fun. And you could take advantage of that time off from school. Yeah. During the uh the Christmas or whatever. Yeah, that's a good idea. The kids will get a little bit older. Maybe. Mm-hmm. They're a good age now. Yeah. What about y'all? Uh no, I think we're all staying in town, uh doing a bunch of different things, juggling from family to family. You know, going back back and forth between hers and mine. Um typical. It's nice. I enjoy the holidays. I used to not. Having kids has helped. Like I used to not like the like like fall, you know. I didn't mm-hmm. like the lead up to the holidays. It was just a weird, weird thing. But having kids has really changed all that. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. I got a couple. Uh, don't maybe they won't hear. Me. I got a couple. Uh, I got two red uh, Red Rider BB guns that was uh-huh. that was gifted to me from F3 Robin Hood. So if you're listening, thanks, man. I got two of them. Two, two of my oldest boys I'm going to give to them. We don't know yet if we're going to do Christmas morning because it, it's going to be such a big, like, they would flip for a BB mm-hmm. gun. <laughs> so it would, like, it would win the day. And I don't want to do that. You know, that's not my intentions. So I might bring them out, like, on a regular, like, on a random Tuesday or something. I'm like, yeah, hey, I got two Red Rider BB guns. Let's go shoot some cans. Yeah. Some, some balloons or something. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Robin Hood hooked it up. So, That's exciting. Uh, but yeah, this year is going to, I don't know, no different from any other year, I don't think. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I kind of like it when the kids are out of school, too, man. We have I just have a ton of fun. Yeah, get to do you know, more activities. Yeah, I have a lot of fun. Um, what else you got? What else you want to talk about? We've been here for 20 minutes. <laughs> Oh, I thought we. I thought. I, th- I thought the topic was uh, your daughter's hospital. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I mean, um, yeah, it is. I I just don't know how to to narrow that down to something other than um, my wife and I being faced with with that challenge and then getting through it. Um, I don't have any tips on 
you know, how do, how do you do that other than maybe prepare like your 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 daily things have to be right. Um what do you mean right? Like in your life. Like you need to have your things aligned. Uh the communication with your wife, at least in my case, could have been we could have been in a bad spot. You know what I mean? We could have been in a bad spot and then something like that happened. And and then it, all it would do would add to the friction and whatever stress we've created for ourselves, like her and I, as a couple. Because <laughs> mm. they go, I mean, we have our phases where, you know, we're like upset or mad at each other for something, you know. Um, and those are getting fewer and far between, thankfully. Like we're not holding on to like grudges like we used to. 10 years ago, 15 years ago when we dated. Um, so it's getting better. We're maturing in that regard. But I think to be able to have gone through what we went through, um, it was important that our relationship was, was good leading into it because it could have been really bad. Oh, yeah, it's true. Could've, it was bad, but then it could have been a lot worse. So, like, and I, and I like being able to tell her, like, we got through that so well is because of, like, we're, like, how good we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and, and then, you know, like, hey, I appreciate you being in my life, and I appreciate you being the mother of my kids. Um, and, I, and, I, and I still to this day, and I thought a long time ago that we would make a great team. And then to be able to see that that blossom yeah. was, was nice. But it could have been different, like, very easily. Mm-hmm. could have been different. Um so again just like extremely grateful for for that um but you know at the same time i think it was like tuesday or or something that same week uh before she got sick i had started the 75 hard challenge <laughs> yeah I remember so, that. so i wasn't drinking any any cold beer um so i was relatively stone sober <laughs> leading into the to the night that we had to take her to the hospital which before 75 hard i would have probably had a, a couple beers in me you know, and then mm-hmm. here we are loading her up in the car and going, and that would have just added. It wouldn't have made it as as a. It would have hindered how we managed that night. I think I would have been tired. You know, mm-hmm. I would imagine. You know, just like I don't know, half there, half not. Mm-hmm. I, I probably would have been irritated with myself and that I had had a few beers. You know, and here she was. Yeah. You know, laying in bed, labor breathing. You know, like I just, mm-hmm. so it all just kind of worked out. And then I was able to go through that whole, I went through the whole weekend without having to drink. You know, I mean, I was like, but. Good job. Yeah. But the other part of the 75 hard was like, I'm doing intermittent fasting. I'm supposed to be reading 10 pages of a nonfiction book, a gallon of water, no alcohol, uh, two workouts, two 45 minute workouts a day with one being outside. All of that kind of. <laughs> went away yeah because <laughs> i wasn't i read but i wasn't keeping track of you know if it was yeah. 10 pages or not um i drank water but i wasn't seeing if it was a gallon you know um if i if i wanted to have a snack at 11 p.m friday night i did you know like what i wasn't yeah. all that other stuff went away but i, I just didn't I, I wanted to be clear uh in my thoughts and and so the drinking um it was nice to not have that there on sunday i did pick up a six pack of fat tire <laughs> had a few of those uh on sunday uh but but i like that um I'm, i picked it back up on monday so i started over day one. Oh, the 75 day yeah 75 hard so i started over on monday um trying to do it again which is i mean it's it's hard it's not that hard 
Yeah, that's what, that's what they call it, 75 hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And and I hate that. I'm really kind of probably doing like a, what they've some refer to as a 75 um, hardish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's not the hardish version isn't um, worth bragging about. Why, why hardish? Hardish. It might be like one workout a day, you know? Okay. So, uh, it's, so it's supposed to be two workouts a day. Mm-hmm. One inside, one outside, 45 minutes each. 10 pages. Yeah. A gallon of water. Mm-hmm. Um, no alcohol. Just and no alcohol or no substance? No alcohol. <laughs> oh. I wonder why they were just picking no alcohol. Well, because THC is a good thing. Yeah, there's a lot of other substances. So You're right. I'm curious. I guess, yeah, you could smoke Like the mentality. Meth. You could smoke meth or whatever. Yeah, but you know, your U.S. surgeon says a certain amount of alcohol is healthy, right? Yeah. So See, it, the, it's interesting, the mentality on the, why no that one and not just across the board. Like no substance, no mind-altering substance. Yeah, like, like no foreign substance. Yeah. Because like, it seems like you're supposed... It seems like the, the foundation of it is you're putting... Like you're putting water in. Uh-huh. You're doing this exercise. You're you're reading, so you're you're inserting clean. Yeah, you're right. Products will say into your mind and body, and you're trying to see what it does on its own. But if I don't know, I guess my my mind goes into well, if I mm-hmm. if I drop the alcohol and I keep cannabis, right? Yeah. Um regardless of the argument of what they're doing mm-hmm. what is the yeah. one, one one may ask the question well you're still adding an extra thing and if this challenge is 75 hard is part of the challenge 75 hard of you know like like a cleanse almost yeah. right but I, I don't know i didn't invent it so they, yeah. there could be a lot more details that i'm lacking knowledge in but no i mean that's as, as far as i could tell it was just those those basic bullet points nothing about any of the other stuff yeah <laughs> so i don't know if they're selfishly like the creator of this thing maybe has a different perspective on cannabis yeah <laughs> it's maybe um but yeah I, I get it like it certainly uh could have been uh harder without uh other mind-altering substances um but it was still, it was still fun <laughs> it sounds fun it's a good time um but i i do feel better like i've I've noticed you know without the alcohol in the way that i was drinking it and it wasn't a lot but it was a few beers each day um i might be better suited for like a glass of wine like there's benefits from it you know like a glass of wine each night before bed or whatever uh, would be nice but uh like my sleep is better my clarity throughout the day is better um i think my um, anxiety, not in a bad way. Just being anxious is mm-hmm. gonna calm down a bit. Um, just more, more presence with family is better. Um, you deal with like, you know, how, like the madness of the household when there's all the kids running around being crazy. And stuff. Oh yeah, the wild like it's, thornberries. It's easier to deal with all that when you're like drinking beer. Um, at least it was for me. So it's nice to experience all that uh, consecutively, day in, day out, without it. It's, it's I like it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I like it. I'm more present. I'm uh, like I get I get bored, so I want to find something to do with them, the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's like play with a puzzle, play Uno, um, play a video game for a few minutes. Like we just, mm-hmm. it's just 
I'm trying to find more things rather than just sit, watch them tear the house up, drinking a cold beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I don't mean for that to sound terrible because it never was, and I'm and I'm not. I don't know. It's it's just different. It's a, yeah. it's a different set of glasses on. You start seeing things differently. So, but it's been it's been fun. You should. Uh, well, I. Th- I introduced the uh, idea to do 75 with hard with, with uh, Poppy, and Poppy said, uh, have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, you preface that with, um, there's so much of that that you already kind of do on a daily. I mean, you know, you could, two workouts a day would be, I mean, it's tough. Every day for 75 days, two workouts. One of them has to be outside. Yeah, well, I go walking yeah, uh, just about every day. And that counts. And that counts. Yeah. And... um. I think I work out maybe three times. Or, or, yeah. Yeah. Because I'll do if I'm if I'm walking. Sometimes you see me walk in the morning. Yeah. And if I don't if I don't do those, then when I'm at work, yeah, I'll have a break sometime in the day. Then I, and then my wife and I will go walking. Nice. Um, and then if I don't do those, then I'm doing workouts in the house. Or yeah. when the kids get home from school, then we're doing like a workout, all three of us together. Just staying moving. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. You know, movement, not necessarily like a Spartan, you know, killing every <laughs> muscle, but there's movement. We're yeah. outside jumping on the trampoline. We're doing some bars or they're one of the gymnastic stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I like to be like you. Like, I like to stay busy. So yeah. we're doing some kind of movement. Um, and usually with them, they're busy is not wanting to yeah. like stay and maybe do a video game. It's let's go yeah. jump on the trampoline. Let's go kick a soccer ball around. Yeah. Well, you know, next time we're out there, 30 minutes, an hour, we're sweating, yeah. running, playing soccer, or playing whatever sport. Absolutely. Yeah, I counted um, trick-or-treating, you know. Yeah, uh, again, you're walking. walking. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I got my workout. <laughs> yeah, that counts. <laughs> and then um, even at the hospital, man, going back and forth from the room to the car or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, um, yeah, it was, you track those steps to add up. Yeah, it was a lot of steps. I was like, yeah, all right, this guy, I'm going to count it. Because uh, yeah. it was hard to find time to do anything else. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to pick that back up. If there's any packs out there, I think uh, Slumlord's done it a few times. Um, I heard that uh, Foot Fairy has been wanting to do it. So if uh, if you guys are interested, you can hit me up on Twitter. Say, hey, man, you still doing uh, 75? I'm going to jump in. Um, I think it would be better if I had like a support system, at least somebody I could check in with each day or night. Mm-hmm. And then like I've accomplished everything on the list. Yeah, put it part of the yammer. You can say Monday. What was Monday? The what's today's date? Uh, the eleventh. Today's the eleventh. Monday would have been what the fifth, sixth. Yeah. Sunday. I don't. I'm not sure. Let me make sure. I put it the right day. The seventh, right? Yeah. So you're five days deep. Yeah. So they could jump in now and. Yeah, and then we could maybe post it on the yammer and. I'll do that. And put some information on there and say, hey, here's what's easy. Here's what's hard. Yeah, for sure. Um. Let's let's help like somebody come in and let's help each other to to get through the seventy five yeah. days. Absolutely. I'll be I'll be a bystander and watch. That's right. My ego, I could just hear it. It just said, "Don't do that. <laughs> 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 don't do that, man. Do what you want to do. <laughs> you don't need accountability." That's all my ego just said, and I heard it. <laughs> man, I fidget a lot, don't I? You've been watching? You're all calm and cool and collective over there, and I'm over here, like, touching everything I can. A little bit. I, li- I like the 75-day, though. It re- reminds me of, I think, like, what's integrated in it is so much of, like, any self-help book you read, any mm-hmm. leadership book you read, like, books on being a better person, on being a stronger 
you know, father, husband. Yeah. Like it's all surfaced within the mentality of do these things that some may call quote unquote hard mm-hmm. and they will lead to good or positive. Like earlier, right? You're saying, hey, when I wasn't drinking, <laughs> I saw things clear. Yeah. yeah. I felt better. Yeah. Right. So then you kind of just pull that back and you go, okay, this person said when they weren't drinking, they saw things clear. They felt better. Yeah. Easy yeah. answer. Why would they not continue to choose good? But obviously, we, we know mm-hmm. I'm in the boat too. I like to drink. Yeah. So it, it's interesting that we often self sabotage in some ways. Absolutely. Right. Or we indulge a bit more. But I think the basis of it, like, you know, read. Mm-hmm. Hold the door for people. Mm-hmm. Drink more water than soda. Mm-hmm. You know, go for walks. Enjoy nature. Get your vitamin D. And, you know, and so forth. Yeah. So it's do these quote unquote things that we call hard because they will, all caps, underline, bold, lead to positives. Yeah. And the positives vary for people. And yeah. the opposite is true. Like, don't drink water. You know what's going to happen. <laughs> Don't do any exercise. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Drink tons of beer and tons of substance. You know what's going to happen. Don't read anything. You know what's going to happen. So, you know, the mentality yeah. of it, it, it's, a lot, it's very obvious, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think um, for me, part of the the reason for wanting to do it is that my current state of what I had going on was great but there were many parts of my life that didn't align with where I want to go you know what I mean like if I were to write down um, a list of like who who my future self is the person that drinks and as an example I use this one um, three PBRs every day <laughs> mm-hmm. isn't isn't that person isn't that person on that list? And many years ago, before I even started thinking about things like this, I used to smoke cigarettes. And um, it was just before my first, or right around the same time that my first son was born, so nine years ago, um, I was like, okay, well, the the image of myself, my future self, did not involve someone who smoked cigarettes. And then, then I quit, and it was easy. <laughs> It just didn't align, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I'm I'm afraid, and and same with the nicotine. I mean, it it um, there's a chemical dependence there, like within the body that that needs like the nicotine or whatever. Um, is that in the little pouch thingies? Yeah, my little Zen pouches. I still get my nicotine, but this is I think the, the healthiest alternative. Um, and I do enjoy these for like energy and focus and everything else. Um, but I mean. Yeah, they, these are chemically dependent. <laughs> like if I go without, I feel I can feel it, right? Like it's it's that strong of a substance. And the same was with the with the cigarettes. And I was afraid that the alcohol too was also becoming, you know, like mm-hmm. a like the body was becoming dependent on it for like stress relief or something. And so it was, so that acknowledging that that was doing that, and you know, side by side with that, it didn't quite align with like my future self. Um, putting it down was easy. I just had to like, like do it. 
Oh yeah, good strong point. You yeah. know what I mean? I just had to do it, and I think the challenge of like the seventy-five hard challenge kind of gave me a door. Yeah, to, like, like a nudge there. Yeah, just to kind of get, get it started. Yeah, it was. It's it's funny. I, I I think about these things a lot. Like it's a little bit. It's always deeper than than you know. I had a kid. <laughs> quit smoking cigarettes. You know, mm-hmm. um, or or. or it's, it was just so much more than that. It, it was that it didn't align with what I wanted to be, where I wanted to go. Um, we're, we're, so when you when you got this notebook and you got this person that you want to be, yeah. does the person drink uh, three beers every day? Or does the person drink one beer every other day? Like, what, or no beers? Like, um, like, where are you going? Yeah, like a social, uh, like a Christmas party. You know, have a glass of wine or something, or a dinner, you know, uh, with friends, uh, have a couple beers. But none of this, like, come home from work, put your stuff down, go to the fridge, grab a beer. Okay. <laughs> like, all that is over, hopefully. So so that person that you're wanting, choosing to become, yeah. growing to, is a quote-unquote social drinker. Yeah, I guess if you had a yeah, call it something. Yeah, okay, that'd be it. But one that's like could take it or leave it. So you go to dinner, no one else is having a drink. You know, it's cool. I'll have a, you know, whatever water. Yeah, <laughs> like it doesn't like it doesn't need to be a thought. The future self doesn't think about those things. Like it's okay. just is it what it is? And then yeah. is is your goal of first I'll do the seventy five hard, where I go clean. Mm-hmm. And and then I'll go to that version that I want to get into the social drinker. Maybe, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe by then I'll I'll have preferred maybe just to just to um, abstain from alcohol altogether. Like I don't know, you know I don't. So does that? Wait, you lost me a little bit. Yeah. Because you the the person you have in your notebook that you want to grow into, they're a mm-hmm. social drinker. Yeah. But you're you're <laughs> going to do seventy five hard with nothing with nothing, yeah. and then afterwards. You may transition into a whole new person, yeah, which could be no drinking. Yeah. So which one are you going towards? Oh, either one of those, I'm fine. Like, I don't want to... What's the difference? Mm, I guess there isn't one. Like, there isn't... Between, like, the goal, the end goal, mm-hmm. being um, just a better version of, you know, I'm trying to obtain, like, a target. You know, like, it's on the list. There's, like... Also on that list is, like, be more involved in, like, school or sport activities you know like mm-hmm. that's also in there um but it, it's like i don't i don't see anything wrong with uh with the social drink you know no but neither if, it sounds good but if at the end of the 75 days i'm like hey, i just really don't want any alcohol maybe i'll go a very long time without any yeah <laughs> but then maybe i'll have one on day 76 who knows yeah and i'm just not too worried about it at this point uh, I just know that I don't want to be the guy that comes in the house, drops my stuff, goes to the fridge. Like that's the f- that was the first thing. It was a route you could if I GPSed it, it goes <laughs> from the door, and then I've got this little mini fridge in here, right? And then it, and it was just it was that every day, and it just used to not be like that. I don't know what happened. COVID happened, and the and the family got stuck overseas is what happened. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I just you know developed a habit, you yeah. know, developed a habit and. um just there wasn't a whole lot of opportunity or reason uh to shake that up until now so that's what i'm doing shaking it all up um good Uh, yeah i hope it stays steady for you damn i was gonna say something oh yeah when i 
another one of these little challenges, a much smaller, easier one um, that I've done before that I would wouldn't mind doing it again. Uh, and you guys can look it up. It's called the the character mile. So if you go on any of your social media things and you hashtag character mile, mm-hmm. um, I don't know who facilitated it, who come up with it. Um, it was uh, a guy on Instagram. It's called the Sisu Way. Uh, I'm not sure how to spell the Sisu, the Sisu way. I'm going to look it up while you're talking about it. Yeah, uh, this guy kind of brought it to my attention. And uh, what it was is for 30 days. This is what came up. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, it looks like my Mike Wadowski <laughs> from uh, Monsters, Inc. That's right. Is that what you put in 30 days? I put character mile. Character mile. And then maybe do Sisu way. I think it's S-I-S-U. Um, he's a police officer out in L.A., who does a lot of, I don't know, like self-help type stuff on Instagram. But um, anyway, so I did the character mile uh, just after my daughter was born. And I think I've talked about it here on the podcast before. But I did 30 days um, of a walk um, each day, regardless of the weather. And I took that 30 minutes, and it was like 30 minutes of like reflection, uh, 30 minutes of just getting your thoughts together. Um, and the momentum of that 30-day challenge is really kind of what got me into F3. Like, I was just feeling good. I was moving. I was moving. I was moving mm-hmm. every day. And then on, like, day 16, I was like, well, I'm going to go to this workout. <laughs> and then yeah. I went. And then so it just kind of it started the ball rolling, which was cool to do. Um, and that's been my experience in doing these types of challenges is that there's just there's uh, residual benefits uh, come in unexpectedly uh, when you're when you're going down uh, a focused path, mm-hmm. you know, of, of like improvement. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it, it, and that was an easy one. I mean, that was just 30 minutes. Walk. Yeah. We could walk, run, do whatever, but something outside, regardless of the conditions, I got pictures of me when it was like rain, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm walking down your way, going down that big hill with an umbrella, you know, and just every day I did it, uh, whether it was morning or night. Good. Yeah, but it just did something. So Yeah, I believe it. You know, and that's kind of what I'm hoping to get out of this one. Uh, I'm not as strict. If I can get some guys to come in here with me and do the, the 75 hard, I'll, I'll be more strict. Like this cup, I think, is a 33-ounce or something, 32-ounce mm-hmm. cup. I drink maybe five or six of those. I don't know if it's close to a gallon. Mm-hmm. And that's pushing it. Probably somewhere between three and five. Yeah. I'm drinking of those a day. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's close to a gallon because it's half full of ice well yammer fans you heard it <laughs> find it. hall pass and let's do it tell let's him you're, you're in and you're gonna hold him and yourself accountable yeah i had a neighbor uh he's a f3 uh lazy boy he doesn't post much he, he does other things um but he was doing it with me and we both kind of crashed and burned over the weekend i don't i don't know what his situation was but um the one element that him and i can both agree on is that we didn't have that accountability Mm-hmm. You know, it was like in hindsight we should have been communicating to each other every day yeah at least once being like how are you you know uh yeah did you get everything done you know something like that good learning point you know so if i can get him i said you want to start over with me he's like well he had something that he wasn't i don't know he wasn't able to recommit so now i'm just kind of in it by myself yeah <laughs> which is hard i almost had my wife do it almost if I hadn't found anybody else, maybe she would have stepped in. <laughs> uh, it, could, it could be a lot of, uh, a lot to gain in relying on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you do a lot of challenges? 
not not like this no um even with f3 i've you know i did and it only took me one time to realize that the iron packs challenge wasn't you know something i was because it, it brought on for me it brought on like injury and un, mm -hmm. and you know uncomfortableness it hindered me from being able to like do what i was doing i had to take some time off you know it's like mm. <laughs> i couldn't so the 75 hard just isn't isn't something i mean it's a great challenge and maybe i'll do it again and i'll do it more carefully next time but it brings in this element of competition mm -hmm. you know and there's typically in those challenges there's like heavy objects picking up which is fine but that's got tendonitis in my elbows that year mm. both of them yeah <laughs> it's like from crank, from playing with center blocks you know every day for <laughs> for however many weeks it was but no i haven't done any other like murph challenges that they do yeah um but not saying that i wouldn't or that i think they're silly i just said no i'm like it's just injury for me mm -hmm. and i don't want to get injured yeah <laughs> same reason why I'm, um trail running can be risky you know yeah. but i love it but anytime i've ever like severely like rolled an ankle or or fractured like one year i fractured a tibula hmm. on my right ankle it was from trail running and that put me out for weeks i bet so <laughs> i'm just like yeah felt like it hurt yeah i'm not looking okay i don't know i try to be more careful but i'm not out on the trails running as often as i'd like because yeah. of i don't want to get injured just things what about you challenges Any um challenges? let's see i don't know they don't call my attention as often like uh-huh if it feels like I don't know if it's like I'm on a pathway and I know where I'm going and I have the goals and I yeah. took time to write them down and say, okay, this is where I want to go. Yeah. And then often when I'll, you know, challenge will pop up, I have the first question, is it a line? Is this a shiny object? Mm -hmm. um, am I already doing things that connect to this challenge? Because mm -hmm. um, when I was younger, like when I was in my 20s mm -hmm. um, or, you know, younger than that, I, I could be okay I'm gonna do this challenge yeah. and then I'm gonna do this one and the next thing I know I'm doing tons of things and they feel great but I'm not getting anywhere yeah um or, or you know there's, there's gains of course I'm, I'm gaining things mm -hmm. but I noticed that whenever I was able to hone it in and then be able to say okay I'm gonna work on you know the, ch the challenge of being a present father yeah right. and that means that when I get home first thing you know, I look at my wife, look at my kids, and I ask about how how are you doing? What did you do today? Mm -hmm. And eye contact, and then that challenge is in, is in stone. It doesn't go anywhere. It's yeah. here till I die. Yeah. So then I don't need to. I have yeah. a less favor to go into maybe other ones. Yeah. Bef because because first I go back to that one. I go to already have this one. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. So so there's that one. I did do one though that I enjoyed. And it kind of reminds me of the one that you said on 30 or 36 way. Was that it? The uh, the character mile? Yeah, that one. There was a book my wife and I read maybe a year or two ago. I think it was called like the Norwegian Parenting Way or something like that. Uh -huh. um, or maybe it was called There's No Such Thing as Bad Weather. But okay. the point is, this lady talks about the differences in the education systems in, in the U.S. versus uh, where she was from. And I'm losing where she was from. But the point is... She mentioned that in those those schools compared to ours, there's more play. There's more getting outside time. Oh, yeah. um, and, and often, you know, maybe with our institutions, kids go to school like ours. It's raining and you get home and the kids, you're like, what, what did you guys do? Did you play outside? No, it was raining. Yeah. Right. So in, in those places where she, where she was from, it 
you, you wouldn't do that if it was raining put your raincoat on and go play and go play um so and that reminded me when i was a kid um mm. and, and maybe it's because when i was a kid i was in dominican republic so there i would be playing outside but we were extremely poor too mm-hmm. but i remember it like we would be outside barefoot probably not safe and just <laughs> just playing like playing with animals playing outside playing yeah. in the dirt all sorts of things um and the challenge they had in there and now i'm thinking was it a challenge or was it something that my wife and i just did because we read the book was we started walking every day there's no such thing as bad weather and then we brought that into the family too oh yeah nice where you know we'd we'd get up like you know right now kids are getting ready for school so then we're up 6 30 7 a.m and we're walking could be pouring rain could be snow could be whatever um and it often was not fun especially when it got really cold uh but it did just like you said you know once you get out there you start to notice like you feel better you feel stronger um and then we, we bridged that into the kids too and they loved it like yeah. they would be like it's raining can we go outside yeah on the like, trampoline with some dawn soap oh yeah right so yeah. then i'm like yeah i'm coming <laughs> and you know you you think about that and you go that's that sounds like a good time it sounds fun mm-hmm. um so that was a challenge that came through that book um and again i'm not 100 percent sure if that book said this is a challenge or if that's what knowledge we pulled from it right and it's still one that we practice to this day and it's been years oh very nice i did look it up it's there's no such thing as bad weather uh a scandinavian's Scan- mom's secrets for raising healthy resilient yep, that's the book and confident kids and it's by linda mcgurk yeah wonderful book man yeah. and, and she's got plenty of examples one that i stick out where she was walking you know it's like you're walking i think she's walking to the grocery store and cars kept honking and saying hey are you okay and then she was like, this just wouldn't happen where I'm from. Like, we always walk everywhere. But here, oh, yeah. you know, you and I live pretty close to say to Harris Teeter. Yeah. You know, we would go get in the car, yeah. drive to go get the groceries. Or it's like, well, no, let me just get some grocery bags, yeah. walk, get it. It's going to be a workout. It's going to be heavy. Yeah. But I could get a little cart or something. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And awesome. you know, there's still a cart, of course. Um <laughs> But you know, you, you you tap into that mentality, and you think, okay, if you live the rest of your life, and option one is in this little section here, right? Only in this section, you drive to the store, yeah. get what you need, versus you walk and get what you need. Comparing those two, which one leads to a healthier you? Mm-hmm. And it's probably the walking one because yeah, you have sure. more exposure to sunlight. Yeah. which boosts your vitamin D, more exposure to fresh air, which cleanses the lungs and brings in rich oxygen. Yeah. All more exposure to exercise, which increases blood circulation. Gives mm-hmm. make sure that you know you've got good rhythm in there too as far as heart rate. Yeah. So you know you're you're already getting these benefits. Um so that was the mentality that I that I pulled from it. That's awesome. And I think I probably um you know, Poppy, I may, maybe I don't give myself enough credit. <laughs> Because I think I also probably do that, you know, like when like little things like I either read or I listened to it somewhere or I've known it forever, but just haven't done it forever. But like a little thing I was trying to do was when um, talking to like the kids about something important, uh, mm-hmm. maybe it's even disciplinary in nature um, to squat down at their level. Don't hover over top, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, like, good, yeah. like come down. So like in the evenings when I'm coming home from work rather than you know uh squat down at their level ask them how their day was <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so that's what I do. It seems like the second time you got choked up on something. Um, it's just coffee. Yeah. So I do that too. Or, you know, I'm like, hey, it's important to tell my wife how much I appreciate her. Yeah. Every day. You know, like, so like doing all those little things. And I guess those were like little challenges that I've created like subconsciously for myself or something. Yeah. You know, where I picked it up from something I was reading where I'm like, you know, uh, they, they say good things come from this if you do this. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, I'll start doing that. Yeah. And then I just do it. So probably a lot of that's already happening. Too. Yeah. Give yourself credit. Thank you, Pop. But I do like a, um, I do like, um, I like abstaining challenges. Um, I know that some people have done, and we'll probably wrap this up soon, uh, like 75 hard, they'll add elements to it. They'll add, like, um, do uh, five minutes in an ice bath each day, or they'll add um, uh, cold showers. You know, yeah, I do that one every day. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, I can't do it. STP does, too, and I don't, know, like, I don't know how people do it every day. Like, STP will say, I haven't had a hot shower in years. I'm like, that's And I crazy. do both. I'll do morning cold, <laughs> really? evening hot. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I can't. Cold, I can do it for like not very long at all. Yeah. I, I've tried it. I don't know if anybody likes it. Right. But then you look at the benefit. There's a great benefit from it. You do it in the mornings, mm -hmm. the cold shower, and it's like energizing the whole thing. Uh, energizing. Uh, it's a lot of good research yeah. where it shows that it can uh, drop uh, blood pressure. Right. Uh, I believe blood pressure, I think heart rate, one of the two. Um, and keeps your skin nice and tight. Uh, which which, yeah. which is great uh, wakes you up yeah um, but I don't enjoy it like it's not fun <laughs> how long do you have it on cold the whole time yeah I'll do the whole time I go in there and take a whole shower you know shampoo oh. soap everything now I do not enjoy it no <laughs> every day no and I, that was a challenge I started a, a while ago yeah. and it's been you, you know kept going yeah I, I started it when I got blood pressure really? the blood pressure was high yeah um, and I have heart disease in the family. Mm. So then at that point I was like, all right, what are all these practices that I need to implement in my life yeah. to make sure that I'm doing what I can mm -hmm. to, you know, be present as long as I, I yeah. can. It was that, uh, so more exercise, a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the cool, but yeah, that's kind of like, I like the abstaining stuff too. Like those, those, um, or those like generated, those habit generating, uh, challenges mm -hmm. that are, positive habits um i think i don't i don't know I mean, there's just so much clarity and i keep going back to that character mile i was like man it was so easy but so impactful um to be able to do that anywho man what well, let's wrap this thing up yep and hey uh how about check out the show notes that uh we're gonna plug that book that we were talking about we'll plug 75 hard that's a good mile. idea yeah um anything else maybe that we talked about turkey bowl things like that uh, mm -hmm. uh whatever else but uh i wish those guys at the fringe and the um uh, uptown funk the best workout that they had this morning i looked at the weather map i was like yeah it's gonna be nasty oh so, yeah um red dragon called me directly yesterday uh, i texted him this morning and said that i would be there with them in spirit mm -hmm. <laughs> so which we were we're nice and dry and uh hopefully have this podcast released here in just a few minutes yeah that's the goal all right any last words uh, Veterans Day. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Just uh, yeah, I think that's important to kind of take a moment of gratitude um, to you know every, every individual out there that directly serves those with family members and friends and peers. Uh, just extremely grateful um, for each day of life that we're given because of the work that you do. 
Um, I have members of the family, peers. Um, so by all means, uh, from what I gather and understand, I, I see the severity and the difficulty that it implements on mm-hmm. the individual um, as well as the family system. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for a sacrifice that is ongoing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great words. All right, guys, until next time, enjoy. Enjoy. Enjoy.